The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by the reading on which it was based. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. When we hear Jesus ask the question, it is easy for us to focus on the who in the who do you say that I am. The who would seem to be the point of the question. Elijah, Jeremiah, John the Baptist, the prophet, all are focused on the who. It is, after all, Peter's answer to the who that leads to his designation as the rock, the kingdom keys, and all the rest. But since we already know the right answer to the who question, today I would like to focus not on the who, but on the you Who do you say that I am? This same exchange is told in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and it's easy when we hear this often repeated story every year to think that the you refers only to Peter or only to the apostles or those within earshot of Jesus, or to think of it as referring in a general way to the church or the world at large. But I am here to tell you that that you in the question is you and me. Today, right here, right now, Jesus is asking each and every one of us, who do you say that I am? He's not just talking to me or Father or the lectors or the people sitting up front. He's talking to every one of you sitting way back there in the back row. Wave to me if you can hear me. (laughs) You got to wave because if not, I'm coming back there. Okay. He's talking to everyone in the vestibule, everyone in the cry room and the chapel and everyone within the sound of my voice. He is asking us this question now and in perpetuity. As we stand before him now, and when we stand before him at the end of the world. Who do you, and who did you, say 
that I was. Or to put it another way, what do you believe about me? The reason this is so critically important for us to understand is because while we may know the answer to the who, if we don't internalize that answer, make it personal, actual, real to ourselves, and apply it, then we really don't get the who. For the purpose of our knowing who Jesus is isn't for us to be card-carrying members of some larger group. He died for the salvation of each one of us personally. And while he may have left us his sacred word to be heard in the assembly, he also gave us his precious body and blood to be taken into our very bodies. It really doesn't get any more personal than that. So the you does matter. And we show that the you matters in the ways we respond to the who. Do we genuflect or bow every time we cross in front of the tabernacle? Do we bow during the creed at the words of the Incarnation? Do we reverently bow our heads before receiving the host and the chalice? Do we clearly say amen, expressing we believe that we are receiving the body and blood of Christ? Do we thoroughly and honestly examine our consciences before receiving communion to determine if we are able to worthily receive the physical presence of Jesus Christ? Now, you might say, oh, Deacon Joe, you are nitpicking and getting hung up on small details when you should be talking about God's love and mercy. But really, don't those details and actions say a lot? Ask your spouse how they feel when you give them a quick loving touch or a peck on the cheek. How do you feel when your kids or your grandkids kiss you goodnight? Do you feel good when a teammate gives you a high five or a chest bump after you score? When a coworker gives you a thumbs up for a job well done? When we diminish and dismiss the little and not so little things that demonstrate what we believe, consciously or subconsciously, we water down that belief. Now, clearly observing the details with hard hearts, as the Pharisees did, is not the goal. But the ideal is that the more we own the who Jesus is, the better chance we have of incorporating the total Jesus fully into our lives. For it's only when we personalize the question that we can take full advantage of the answer. Because Jesus being the Son of God, our individual creator, and our personal Savior, makes all of his promises true. His mercy, his love, his empowerment, all of it true. Not just in some larger, unspecific sense for the world or the church, but for you and me. I'm sure most, if not all of you, know that in the Notre Dame football locker room, above the steps leading out onto the field, there is a sign that reads, Play like a champion today. And as they head out onto the field on game day, the players touch the sign as a show of their individual personal commitment to play to that ideal at that time and place. Maybe we should all have a sign over our doors at home or 
in our cars and where we work or go to school that says, who do you say that I am? Because how we sincerely and committedly answer that question should impact our every thought and every action every day. When we want to sleep in and skip Mass on Sunday morning, we should hear the Lord asking us, Who do you say that I am? When we find ourselves criticizing or finding fault with others or holding on to grudges and withholding forgiveness, hear his voice asking, Who do you say that I am? When tempted to cheat on a school assignment, to gossip about our neighbor, or check out a porn site on the Internet, who do you say that I am? Because if we say, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, and mean it, then we will want to live lives that he called us to live. And we can take advantage of the grace and the power he offers us to do just that. It is an amazingly powerful response to the temptation to sin, to simply say to God, who hears every word, Jesus, I don't want to sin. Help me. And he will help us. Crush and flush that thought. Stop that action. Help us walk away, run away, either physically or mentally, from the danger zone. Who do you say that I am? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the reason I exist and the purpose and goal of my life. From you, through you, and for you are all things. Your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.